It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Okay. Today's cocktail is called I Just Want to Lay With You. The ingredients you need. Three raspberries, five mint leaves, one ounce of simple syrup, one and a half ounces of citrus vodka, one ounce of lime juice, freshly squeezed, one and a half ounces of rosé, and for garnish, you're going to have some raspberries and some mint sprigs. So in a shaker, you're going to want to muddle the raspberries and mint with the simple syrup, add the vodka and lime juice, fill with ice and shake until well chilled, strain that into a cocktail glass, top with the champagne and garnish with mint sprigs and raspberry peel. Pieces. I just want to lay with you. That's a mood. I just want to be laid up right now. Welcome back to Cocktail Story Discussions, you guys. We are having a morning recording today, hey which is why I'm still in my pajamas. Um, I did decide to slap a little it face. It like cute pajamas. Yeah, I bought a bunch of pajamas for the holidays um, because my sister wanted to do pajama parties. Um, and so I bought all these pajamas. Nobody wanted to match with me, and I was very upset about it but that's oh. all right everybody was like matched up with their booze or ex booze and then there was you and that's how i always am every family holiday everyone's with their booze and i'm like my me and my dog it's like hey guys this is shy it's more like i volunteer i'll i'll cook some stuff so i'll be in the kitchen moving around nobody notices <laughs> as much anyway um what's been going on medina um, I have been prepping for some things that I have coming up, which I really, that's a great segue into it. I want everybody to check out Paradise and Vibe. I've teamed up with them. It's a yoga wellness retreat in Jamaica, mm -hmm. May 1st through May 6th. Mm -hmm. And I am very excited about it. I love when people want to partner up about th with things with you that you really enjoy doing. I just started doing yoga. I'm addicted to it. I'm obsessed with uh -huh. it. I follow the yoga babe on Instagram. I've been going to her classes literally on a daily basis. And I think it's really important to take a moment out of your day, if you can, or even out of your week or your month to work on mental health and just wellness all over wellness and yoga helps with that. Mm -hmm. um, I also like that they're kind of breaking the stigma of what people think yogis are mm -hmm. or what they look like. And so this retreat is going to be a blast. It's in That's the grill, exciting. Jamaica. 
It's so exciting, and I'm excited that I'm, I'm excited that I'm going by myself to meet new people. Mm -hmm. So I encourage everybody to check out the website paradiseandvibe.com. Look at all the details. I'll be sharing stuff on my Instagram mm -hmm. um, and weekly updates. So if you want to join, I would love to have you guys come. So yeah, what you been up to, Keith? girl? You know, more of the same. Just working hard, trying to. Um, trying to level up in different areas i feel like sometimes i'm not as pushy like at my job there's things that i want and they're in different areas of the business so i've been um talking to them about you know this is really what i want to do so i need to do it so i've gotten um some new opportunities with our tv channel so i'm really excited about that um congrats thank you and then i've just been working more on my stuff i'm i'm working on a new cookbook um i want to do some more like smaller digital ones instant downloads and what else i think that's it for now but yeah just just trying to work Yay. on stuff and working on being organized like um because that's a work in progress in my life as well yeah like you buy a planner and I need to use it every day. So I'm trying to, I'm still not great at it. I'm working on it, but it's like, I buy these planners every year. I buy them multiple times mm -hmm. throughout the year and then I don't use them. It's like the planner is no good girl if you're not gonna use it or if you write down stuff, but you never go back to see where it is. So just working on maximizing my time better. Cause I feel like my time management has been horrible forever. And I don't want mm -hmm. to continue to operate like that. And I also need my nails done. I have eight nails right now. So I was sitting on my hand trying not to talk with that hand so you can't see. So yeah, that that's what's going on with me. And it hurts. I broke one of them. Girl, <laughs> speaking of nails, I went and you know how I am a stickler for having short nails. Like I'm really not into the long nails. But when I took myself on my date last week, I was like, I'm gonna treat myself to some nice nails. Like I got tips on my nails. And you know, I do not do they that. look pretty. I am in it, love with them. I've just been like everything. I'm like, oh, do you need my? You just want to talk like, like this, or? Yeah, I just want to be like, excuse me. What? <laughs> I'm talking to people on the phone. I'm moving my hands like they can see me. Can't nobody see? All it just of makes this. me feel so girly with long nails. The short nails, yeah, I feel like, I feel like a short woman. and stubby. Yeah, now it just feels like something. So. And you know what else? Like having nails like this, it makes me feel like whenever I'm walking to my car, even though I'm getting in a Nissan, I feel like I'm getting in a bin <laughs> all because of my nails. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? I don't know. It does. That's how I feel when I put on all my costume jewelry. <laughs> yeah. You be feeling like, I'm like, I just walked into a whole new mm -hmm. life. Um, but I guess yeah. that's it. Well, well um, this week, you guys, we have a guest. So let us welcome um, Kelly Gordon. How are you? Hi, I'm okay. How are you guys? I'll be better when my eyelash stops falling off. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel I'm that buzz. Doing well. I'm doing well. Kelly, I'm not going to lie. Since you have this accent, and I absolutely love the UK accent, I've just been dying to be like, hello, how are you today? My name is Medina, and I am doing well. I'm heading to the airport tonight to head out of town. That's how is impressive. My That's so good. <laughs> But the funny thing is, because like I work with a lot of people in the US, um, they all think my accent's really posh. Mm -hmm. But if you speak to anybody from England, my accent's like the worst one. Really? It's like, really? yeah. Because yeah. we were just talking about nails and how it makes you feel ladylike and like you just feel like you're getting in a bins. That's how I feel about people with British accents. It's just like oh, instantly like you're classy. You just sound more classy than the average American mm -hmm. woman. I feel like you could say anything. If you cuss someone out, it's, it's going to be beautifully 
said. Mm -hmm. Well, the nail thing as well, because we're on lockdown still. Uh-huh. And I've had these nails on since before Christmas and they're sh- like they're just horrendous. Like <laughs> I can't wait to get them done. It's killing me. <laughs> I feel you. You can't girl. tell, girl. Oh, um, you guys, we are going to learn a little bit more about Kelly as soon as we finish up with Weird Sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Okay, so you guys, this week's Weird Sex, I just found this. I don't know if I've shared this before, but if I have, oh well, just listen again. Um, so I watched Bridgerton and I loved it. And I, I hope that you guys have seen it too. If you haven't, please watch it. It's a really good series. Um, but anyway, it's on Netflix. So anyway, one thing I remember in that show is how the the girl, Daphne, did not understand how sex works. And she didn't understand, like the pull-out method and so it made me wonder like what did people do back then when did condoms come around and like what were they first like so i found this thing about old condoms and so it says in the 1860s the condoms were reusable um right they were reusable and uh they were made out of animal gut membranes like um lamb and sheep intestines um, and some other animal parts too, but they would use them, but oh, because they're reusable over time, they would get like dried up and kind of crusty. So they would have to soak them in water or milk to soften them up. Cause think about it. Like, even if you get a little cum stain somewhere, that texture that it has when it dries up and then just like an old piece of skin, like that shit is going to be dry. So they would have to soak it to reuse it. So again, that is why there were so many babies. <laughs> People were having 20 children. This is not a good method. So much disease, not a good method, but that's what they were doing back in the day. Yep. They had to- and you know what? That is probably why I don't like condoms still to this well, day. Well, that I hope there ain't nobody pulling line. up <laughs> a lamb condom like that from the stomach or could you even imagine if they were like i'm gonna go cut up my lamb so i can make us some new condoms babe (laughs) or like when they're about to slaughter an animal like hold on keep the stomach i need that Keep I'm not trying to have no more babies. <laughs> I got to fuck my side, Elizabeth bitch. You know, <laughs> got three mistresses what? out of town on the countryside. I've got to get out there. How many lambs do you have available? You know, people are upset with our generation, but, you know, the previous generations, they have a lot to be ashamed of, too. I remember one time in high school, I read a book about, I was curious to know what women did before, you know, uh, we had tampons and pads and stuff. And I'm talking about, like, before Christ days. And they would put women in a field. When you were bleeding, they would just put them all in a field and keep you there for however long your period was there. And I was like, are you okay? I'm fighting. Women Give have been about through a field. lot for eternity. Too much. <sighs> anyway, that's Weird Sex. Remember, if you guys <laughs> see anything, send it to me. Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Send them to me. I love sharing these crazy stories that I find. Or that y'all find. I love hearing them because they are weird as Isn't shit. Um, okay, now back to Kelly. Yes. <laughs> Back to our good friend, Kelly. Back to um, me. <laughs> so, Kelly, here on Cocktails Dirty Discussions, we like to play a little game. 
Um, and it's called, I'm curious to know. It's a cool oh, little good. game. You've listened to the show before. You know how it go, girl. Yeah. So Kiki yeah. and I will ask you a couple of our curious to know questions and you'll just give us a curious to know answer. Okay, you let's go do first? it. <laughs> okay, Kelly, what is the most memorable date that you have ever been on? Oh my God. Okay, memorable date. Um, <laughs> that could be good is, memory or bad memory. <laughs> well, it's so difficult because, like, I'm going to sound really bad when I say this, but I don't feel like I've been on many dates <laughs> that haven't been either long-term relationship stuff or, like, hookups. So it's just, like, <laughs> no one doesn't spring to mind. <laughs> that makes me sound really bad. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Not at all. You sound like you wifey material, you be getting shows. Well, that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, um, um, I can't think of one. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. Let's. We'll just jump into the next one. Um, <laughs> Callie, I'm curious to know, what is the nastiest sex act you have participated in? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, huh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's, um, well... When I was younger, I think my thing, obviously being a disabled young girl, was that I kind of rushed into things quickly or did like whatever I felt like doing. Um, so it led me to do a few things that I'm maybe not proud of. Um, one of those was when I was at college, I had a lot of friends that were guys um, and we all decided to just do some group stuff at college uh, under the stairs. Which... Like a train was ran, like a choo-choo, come on right um, out train. <laughs> not quite that, but yeah, almost. It's, uh, yeah, not my proudest moment. So. <laughs> Kelly said, look, I might be disabled, but a bitch pussy still pop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the thing you've got, like, I think, especially when you're younger, experience that mm. stuff then. But yeah, be safe, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a disclaimer after you do tell your wild story, but don't don't do like I did. Okay, when's the last? Yeah, just don't. <laughs> when's the last time you masturbated? Well, this is something that I do a lot. It's a stress relief. I have two kids, so when they're in bed, I've got a glass of wine. Then I uh, I work for a sex toy company, oh, so cool. I have products to test. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's work. That's it, like a ritual. It's work. Yeah, I get paid to do that. <laughs> so you're like, I literally, I literally just played with my vagina before I logged into this recording. <laughs> no, it's not that time yet. Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kelly, I'm curious to know. Mm, have you ever had a threesome yes yeah but <laughs> um again when i'm younger i was younger um it's just i've i've done quite a lot of things but those those were more good experiences <laughs> i suppose <laughs> when you had your threesome was it with you and another guy and girl or you and two guys or two girls uh me a guy and a girl okay yeah. The traditional, the OG threesome. Yeah, the, the standard one. <laughs> <laughs> the standard one. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know, what is one of your favorite shows or movies right now on Netflix? Oh, God, I'm so bad. Like, I love really terrible reality shows. Um, and I watch, like, I've just started watching The Circle, but the U.S. one. Mm -hmm. 
because we had it in the UK for two seasons. Um, but then, yeah, I've started watching the US one now and it's really good. Um, that's on Netflix over here. And then RuPaul's Drag Race. I love RuPaul's Drag Race on Netflix as well. I asked that question because I always see people tweeting about stuff they're watching on the different streaming services. And I'm not good at that. Like, and I'm trying to get better on like, oh, let me, I want to know what, like Bridgerton. Yeah. I want to watch it. Everybody's talking about it, but I haven't watched oh, it yet. Oh, please watch so. it. I think you'll like it's it. Good. It's It's a romance. It's a historical romance. <gasps> and I know you like, like Disney movies and stuff. This definitely is not Disney, but it's still, <laughs> it's like a grown up kind of magical story. It's, it's good. And there's some sex scenes oh. in there and some handsome men. Like, you can't go wrong with oh. Yeah. And it's Netflix, <laughs> not a regular network. So, you know, they show a little bit more. Oh, <laughs> I need to. I need to dedicate my time to something like that, too, because I just watch too much rubbish. Like, I watch too much reality stuff and not enough good stuff. That's so what I, I do, to too. But it's too. good. The reality stuff is good. Good trashy TV is like, OK, well, my life isn't so fucked up, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing better yeah, than that. Okay, have you? I'm curious to know. Have you ever been to a sex club? No, I haven't ever been to one. I I think that they're a cool idea sometimes, but then I don't know what you'd be getting yourself into too much. So mm -hmm. no, I haven't. Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, okay. This is my last one, and I'm not sure if you can answer it since you said you don't date a lot. But I'm curious to know. What With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is dating like in the UK? I imagine it being romantic and it's there's no fuck boys. Like, they don't Girl. exist. Uh, no, that's so wrong. <laughs> there's so many fuck boys in the UK. Probably more. Like, we've got this, like, gym bro culture now where... All these guys, like, they go to the gym and, and then they just start treating people like shit. And, like, it's, like, it's hard to explain. But, yeah, they're not, they are fuckboys, legit fuckboys. Um, but dating, it's mainly Tinder now because that's, like, the whole world, I think, that people just go on there, hook up, meet up. Date-wise, we can't leave the house at the moment, so nobody's going on dates right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it's, we're still in full well we've just gone back into like national lockdown so we're all inside mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <laughs> i guess i won't be moving to the uk i was gonna no. download that there's an app to find like a british man what's it called remember the lady that came on i can't remember her name either she wrote the do the book about like dog hair and cheating oh. and stuff and her husband cheated on her and she downloaded that app like men in the UK and she remember she's getting married to him. And I was like, oh, oh let yeah. me go ahead and download oh, it real quick. I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> You're like, what? Who I know, I remember the girl. Uh, I don't well, remember the app. 
Uh, okay, y'all. So that was, I'm curious to know if you guys are wondering, because I know you probably are. We have Kelly Gordon on the show this week. She uh, she has spinal muscular atrophy type three. Yeah. It is a genetic disability. It's a condition that is progressive. And she has been in a wheelchair since she was 11 years old. And we're having her on the show this week because she actually hit me up on Instagram and was like, look, let me tell you something real quick, shoddy. Like y'all on here talking about disabled folk. Cause y'all remember I used to fuck with one leg, baby. The nigga would take his leg off and fuck me. And I, I said some things and Kelly was like, look, I need to correct you on some things. I said, she's like, y'all should have some disabled people on the show. I said, well, bitch, you trying to come on real quick? <laughs> you trying to come on? She said, I thought she was gonna say no. She was like, absolutely. She said, absolutely. I would literally come on tomorrow. So, um, <laughs> Kelly, tell us a little bit about your condition. Okay, so spinal muscular atrophy is a progressive muscle wastage condition. Um, so when I was younger, obviously it's genetic, I was born with it. Um, I could walk, um, just do everything that anybody else could do. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, my parents started to notice like I wasn't meeting my milestones. My brother was born who also has the same condition. Um, so then we got tested, um, found out that we had SMA and then it just progresses from there really. Um, so I started to like lose my ability to walk um, as well as I could before, um, falling over, things like that. Um, so it just means like weakening of the muscles. Um, with me, with type three, it's not too bad. Like it doesn't affect your arms so much or you're swallowing, breathing. But then there's babies that are born with type one that literally they die because their heart's a muscle, lungs, they can't breathe, they can't swallow. Um, so yeah, it can be quite serious. Oh, wow. Wow. Does yeah. it hurt? No, no, it's not painful. It's just almost like it feels like real extreme fatigue of the legs is what I felt like when I was losing my ability to walk. Mm -hmm. So I'd be doing some steps and then like one day you can do less steps and then you're getting tired to sit down or I used to just fall over because I used to just walk to the max and like just carry on doing everything like I normally do uh -huh. and then all of a sudden I just fall over <laughs> and then you struggle to get back up again because obviously you've lost that that ability but um, I was a really defiant kid so I just kept going and going for as long as I could. <laughs> what was that transition like when you were going from walking to having to now be in a wheelchair or you know, like when you first got in it. Yeah, I think I talk about this a lot because I think it was really difficult um, being a teenager and, and obviously just starting to use a wheelchair when I'm going into my teens and into like secondary school here. Um, so it's like high school. Um, so going to there and it being bigger, there being more people there, like older kids as well. And then trying to make yourself known, but also just for the first time going there in a wheelchair, um, it was really difficult. And I think that it was a really sort of weird time for me. Like the first day that I started, I got um, taken into the office of like the head teacher um, and they said, oh, we're so glad you could come to this school. Um, one of the students in the higher years written a poem for you. And it was a poem about uh, how sad it was to be disabled oh, no. <laughs> and like 
<laughs> yeah. And I just sat there like, oh, oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> what do I say to this? Like, I, I just don't, yeah, I don't know where to begin with that. But I think it, I think it was sort of a different time then. Like, I'm nearly 32. Um, so it's been a while since I've been at high school. But there was, like, no social media. There was no, like... There wasn't any awareness mm -hmm. of people with disabilities, especially in mainstream education. Like I was probably one of, well, I was the first ever disabled kid to go to my school. Um, so there was just nothing, they didn't know how to deal with it. <laughs> there was nothing out there like to teach them what to do either. So it was a difficult time for everyone, I think. Yeah. What was your your what were your feelings like like I want to know what you felt like when you really found out you were not going to be walking anymore um to be honest I'm quite a like I said defiant person um but also like I just wanted to keep pushing myself I'm quite I'm not the kind of person that just like sits there and thinks oh this is this is shit or mm -hmm. you know I wish I could do this I wish I could do that it was more like how to get past it and like how to like do things differently and I was still myself um so I always feel like my character comes through with a lot that I do so I just tried to sort of be myself and and put myself out there in a way that my disability isn't the first thing that somebody sees mm -hmm. um it's mm -hmm. my personality or the way I act or my confidence or whatever do you feel like you're const now, do you feel like you're constantly having to like educate people on things to say, things not to say, how to treat people who are disabled and things like that? Definitely. There's a, at the minute, I think there's a bit of more of a scene, especially with like social media, um, where people are trying to have these conversations and it's so necessary. Like I've been on the news over here a few times. I've done different shows to talk about this because it just just like dating and disability is just not a thing like that people think about and mm -hmm. people don't necessarily think I'm going to date a disabled person a lot of people don't see disabled people as having a sex life wanting a sex life wanting to masturbate mm -hmm. wanting you know any of those desires that are completely normal people don't think that disabled people have so it's just about raising awareness of that and having those discussions, which is why I'm grateful that you guys are having me as well today. <laughs> and we're grateful to have you. Um, speaking of dating, what is it like dating with a disability? I think when I was younger, it was really tricky to sort of find my ground and, and how I wanted to like portray myself and like act on dates and how if I wanted to address the disability thing or not I think when I was growing up the internet did start to pop up and like you know like chat rooms and things like that mm -hmm. were like mm -hmm. about so I was talking to a lot of people online um and some people I just didn't disclose my disability to it was quite freeing uh, to be able to just put my picture but like not have to put a wheelchair and not have to deal with the questions or like the cheesy kind of lines and stuff like that. Um, what well, I'm just, what is a cheesy line for? Like, they're oh. like, let me push you in your chair. <laughs> like, what? I can only imagine. Any disabled person, like, this, this can come from anyone, like, whether it's like a person in the street, you're going to go into the shop or something, or like someone that's trying to chat you up is like, um, 
how fast does that go or should you be driving if like if you're out drinking should you be driving and drinking and it's like oh my god just just stop like just don't talk you about over. it don't talk to me <laughs> yeah exactly. so you got one of you got one of the electric chairs you got the upgraded one yeah i've got one of those ones only because i've got weak arms there <laughs> oh yeah that, okay. no um but it is handy like i don't see my wheelchair as like a negative thing because if i didn't have it i just i wouldn't be able to go anywhere um <laughs> so <laughs> it gives me obviously the opportunity to be able to function normally mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm grateful for that so do you um, go out well not now obviously but before <laughs> the world was shutting down and everyone was getting sick what was it like going out being in the wheelchair were people like courteous of your space moving out of the way or was it like no no um it was it's like different it you have this thing sometimes you're out in a club mm-hmm. and people will come up to you and or at a music festival I've had this loads of times people come up to you and they're like oh fair play for coming out like oh you're doing so well it's like whoa I'm just here having a drink <laughs> Mind you my don't business. know me <laughs> yeah um but then yeah the whole I think guys as well. Like people feel bad for you. Yeah, or like they're just like, wow, she's acting normal. Like, well done. High five. Someone high five me for being outside once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Wow. I, you know, I one mm. time I had a guy, and he's very attractive. I forget his name, but he's um, <laughs> in a wheelchair. And he hollered at me in the club. And I felt... It was this weird feeling of like, I can't say no. Mm-hmm. Like I can't not give him my number. And I felt I had to check myself. Cause I was like, don't, you don't, you don't do that to people. Like, it, have you had that experience a lot where people, you feel like people are just like taking you on the date, almost like a pity date. Cause they think that you're not getting dates. No, but I've had the opposite thing where I'll be out and like, people just think that you're their property. So they can be like, oh, yeah, she, she wants to dance with me because she's disabled. And, like, yeah, I find her attractive, but, of course, she's going to find me attractive because she's disabled. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, the opposite uh, to that. Like, people mm-hmm. think that they can do whatever they want with you or that you'll say yes to anything because you're desperate or something like that. Yeah. That's a Wow. Yeah. Do you typically date able-bodied people? Or people who are disabled as well? Yeah, I've only ever dated able-bodied people. Um, Not because for any reason. Um, I just haven't ever connected with another disabled person. It's always been able-bodied people that I've found attractive or that I've got on with. Um, So, so far, only able-bodied people. Well, I say so far, but I've, like, pretty wifed up now. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully so far and so good. That's it. (laughs) So whenever whenever you were dating, um, how did the conversation go if you met someone online to let them know? Or was it just like you just rolled up and now you see? (laughs) No, I never (laughs) did that because I just... There's a lot of horror stories where, like, people... I think as well, just with how people look on, say if they meet on a dating app mm-hmm. and then they look slightly older or slightly different, people just call them out. So I thought, well, a wheelchair is a big thing. <laughs> it's a big difference. So I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, so I always had like an honest conversation mm-hmm. um, beforehand <clears throat> and just said, well, for a start, my picture is always me, full body, like in my chair. Um, so 
it's pretty obvious. Um, but I mm. always still have like, before I meet someone, have like a checkup and say like, you know, did you notice the chair in my picture? Um, any questions before we meet? Like, what do you think about it? And every time I've had that conversation, it's been really positive and people have been like, well, it doesn't change you. I like you. Mm -hmm. You look the same. You just use a chair to get around. So it's been really positive. But I've heard, like, experiences from other people where they, they've been too scared to put their picture of them in their chair. Mm -hmm. um, they've kind of fell for someone, met them, and then it's become a big issue. So there are different experiences for different people, I think. So you've actually like never had someone be like, hey, look, never mind, I'm good. No, <laughs> that sounds bad, but no. Um, I'm I'm lucky that I think a lot of people that I go for um, get to know me, like like the way I look, but also like my personality. And they, like my partner now that I'm with says like that I've got like a confidence that he loves and he just doesn't see my wheelchair mm -hmm. as a thing mm -hmm. or like he like obviously has to help me stand sometimes and it's just a normal part of our life so mm -hmm. it just seems like part of the routine rather than oh my god I've got to help you do this this is such a big deal do you know what I mean yeah yeah and then like whenever okay so you have the conversation you let them know they're like you know it's all good whatever do you ever in the back of your head feel nervous about meeting someone new and the vulnerability that comes with that and like your just your safety definitely, definitely. like now in my older age 100% yes um when I was younger I used to go out with people like literally I always tell this story because it's it's quite scary that I did this um but I tell it so that other people won't hopefully do this um but I went on out with somebody that I'd met online and we just went out in my car um but then we ended up like getting on the floor in the back of my car. So he had to help me get on the floor in the back of my car to hook up or whatever. And then I just thought, I'm in the middle of nowhere, in my car, on the floor. What if this guy tries to kill me? I can't escape. It wasn't like the time where we had phones glued to us. Like I had my phone in the car, but it wasn't like I was holding on to it. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what the hell have I just done? Like, this is this is not good. Um, so there's moments like that where I've been really stupid. Um, but then I think that's helped me recently, um, knowing that, you know, be careful mm -hmm. and don't do that again. But I'm really lucky wow. to have got out of those things without any bad things happening to me. So if, if something bad were to happen like that, mm -hmm. would your, you can't just like, kick him you would uh -huh. have to like pull your upper body up and kind of like you you would just not be able to do anything well that's the thing with me I don't although my upper body I can move my hands around like I am when I'm talking to you like expressive I don't have any major strength so I can't lift myself with my arms either. So I would literally... Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just be there. I'd be, yeah, 
just flopped <laughs> there um, for them to, you know, do whatever. So it was really stupid in hindsight to do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's scary. That's, yeah. a, that's a good message to put out there to the people that, yeah. you know, don't try to be too thoughty and hoppy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's the case even like, you know, going to a hotel um, and meeting someone is like you've got to get on the bed somehow and you've got to get off the bed. They're getting on, that's not a problem because obviously they want you to get on, but what if they don't want you to get off? Yeah. <laughs> then you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really it's really interesting to think about. Like um, I have, we call them PAs over here, but they're like, I suppose, carers um, to help me out with things during the day or like just general life stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But one of my PAs offered... Um, to come and like stay in an adjoining room or something like when we were, I was going to meet somebody because she was like what if like he goes psycho you can't get off the bed like mm -hmm. she was like I don't mind like staying in the same hotel or staying nearby so you can text me like a code word so I was looking into things like that more recently because you don't know what people are gonna do <laughs> and you don't know who to trust Mm -hmm. and that, I bet it's so funny because like could you imagine like your PA is like my little my student is a whore and I'm always going <laughs> to sit in the hotel room <laughs> while she fucks a new man every weekend well like before I was with my partner um they used to live with me like on and off um so they do like 48 hour living shifts um and yeah they know that already, so don't worry. They're all my <laughs> age as well. Do. They're all, like, young girls. Because oh, um, when I was, like, younger, they used to give me, like, people to help me at school, and they'd all be old women that didn't understand me. Um, but now we get to choose, like, who we want as PAs. And, yeah, yeah. I've got all, all good young girls that understand and have the same ideals as me, so that's good. You're like, they're going through the interview process. You're like, okay, do you know who Cardi B is? <laughs> Stallion. Uh, do you know what twerking is? Okay, yeah, come on, you're hired. Basically, basically. So what is sex um, like for you? Yes. I think sex is the same. I mean, I wouldn't know because obviously I've never been able-bodied. Uh -huh. um, but, um, I mean, for me, especially with my current partner, it's all about communication Um which is good in sex because I think if you don't communicate, then the guy's just going in completely blind anyway. Um, so, like, if we want to move, we say, do you want to move? And then he'll just flip me. Or I think that's the bonus thing with being a girl and being disabled is that most of the time, if especially if you're with a guy, they're, they're stronger or they can help you move into different positions it's more of a traditional way to look at things. But if you've got a guy asking for help, I think that's a lot more difficult mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, it's like, ooh, yeah. I can't roll you. We have to figure yeah. something back. <laughs> Wheelchair sex. <laughs> yeah. Wheelchair sex. So, like, if you're, like, I really... Like, what's your favorite sexual position? Um, Like, doggy, but because, like, I don't have much leg strength, just, like, flat doggy because <laughs> uh, it just does feel you know it hits better that way <laughs> if but if he wanted to bent leg doggy he would have to bend your legs or and prop your booty up 
sex wedges are really good like cushions like the liberator mm-hmm. cushions are amazing um obviously you can just pop that under your hip and to be fair it's better for everyone because then you don't have to work on focusing on keeping it up and keeping yourself mm-hmm. up in the air you know worrying about that arch is it right do i look like exactly utilize things like when you're disabled you, you become like quite creative with stuff around you mm-hmm. um it's like utilizing furniture, going over the back of things, like like anyone would really. Um, that will help you hold you up, but then you've still got something that you can work with around you. You know, um, mm-hmm. so it's just about talking. There's a funny story once with my current partner. Um, we were trying like <laughs> some stuff, and um, we were trying to like bang on our chair in the living room, and he like just put me on there. But then, like, somehow I ended up face down in the chair, like, breathing in leather. And I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm suffocating. I'm actually suffocating, but it feels good. But we were both like, no, what the hell? You are going to die if we don't stop. You don't want to be a weird sex story. I can imagine that you have probably, like, dabbled with, like, sex swings. Say that again? Like, that seems like that would just be a perfect toy. Yes, sex Mm. swings. Um, So there's a, a thing between a lot of disabled people I talk to and we all joke about but a lot of people that can't stand have these things called hoists um so it's like on the ceiling um and it's like a little handlebar that comes down and you hook a sling to it so it can pick Mm -hmm. you up and move you like from your chair to the bed or from your chair to the bath or whatever um but they're exactly the same as sex wings um so we've definitely used that as a sex swing before <laughs> as a lot of other disabled people have as well <laughs> the first time that you had sex well let me not say just any sex because if it was someone who you had already been dating they're already adjusted to your condition and mm-hmm. how things are going have you ever hooked up with someone that it was just like a quick situation and you have to go through like the list of like do you have, to, do you have a list of things you have to go through like hey look here's how this is going to work are they asking you a lot of questions like does this hurt can you feel it cannot move you like how does that go no um the only because the only time i've had like that kind of hookup where it's just been we either haven't talked about it in advance or like it's had to be that sort of quick was when I met my partner um and we just sort of had a little rough discussion about it before but all it was is it comes down to it it's like can you help me stand and put me on the bed um and then once I've done that it's pretty much you just go for it and just just normal like everybody else really they help you position or whatever but um my needs I'm really flexible and I don't have a lot of pain so really you can do a lot of stuff with me and it, it won't hurt me. Um, but I think there is always like for the first time, maybe that like, oh, is this okay? Is that okay? But I think people have just kind of judged it from facial expressions more mm. than like stopping everything. Am I hurting you or, you know, mm. it's, it's definitely better that way, I think. But just to be clear, that pussy still works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got two <laughs> kids. It works a little bit too well. <laughs> what was your pregnancy like in the wheelchair? Um, I was actually super lucky with my first pregnancy, especially that I, it was just, it was actually better mm-hmm. um, because my, um, my spine's curved. Um, so it actually stretched me out. 
Um, so I was sitting up straighter. My breathing was a bit better. My skin was amazing, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, but I didn't have any of that like pain or anything um, at all. But then my second pregnancy, it wasn't as good because he was huge. Um, and it was just like painful. And I was like on bed rest. And it was just, yeah, that wasn't fun. And do they have your condition, your children? No. So basically, if your partner doesn't have the same gene as you, the SM, SMA or SM2 gene, um, if they don't have a deficient gene, then you can't pass it on to a child. So you both have to be carriers of the same gene mm -hmm. to, to pass it on. Um, but my parents are both able-bodied. Uh, and neither of them knew that they carried this faulty gene. So apparently one in four people carry that gene without knowing. Oh, wow. Um, so realistically, anybody could carry the gene. And then if they meet a partner that also carries the gene, then their baby will have SMA. Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I had a question that I wanted to ask you that just popped up in my head. When you get dressed for a date, yeah, and you know you're putting your clothes on, you're getting all cute, and let's say like the outfit requires heels, do you be like, I'm not putting no heels on, I'm not about to be walking around, because I know sometimes I'd be like, my feet gonna be hurting, <laughs> I'm not putting on no heels. You just like throw on some sneakers with your dress, no, literally, or do you wear heels? Oh God, when I like when I, when we were allowed out in the real world, I used to wear like highest heels always, like. I'm so extra as well. Like, I'll just go fully dressed up anywhere, especially now because we're not allowed to go out. If we get the opportunity to go to the doctor's surgery, I'm dressing up for that. I feel <laughs> so, you, girl. Yeah, heels. <laughs> I would too, yeah. though, because then you're not walking on them, so your feet won't hurt as bad. Exactly. Oh, true. Exactly. But the, the annoying thing is, you know, when your foot, like, drops to the front and your toes start to pinch? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. still get that, which is really annoying because I'm thinking, God's sake, I'm not even standing. Just let me get away with this. But no, it still happens. It's awful. That is funny. Um, another quick question before we move on to Indecisive Diane. Are there any dating apps for um, disabled people? I think there are. Um, I saw one pop up on my Instagram. Um it's called like Nolu, but I think that's in a different country. It's not in the UK. Um, but no, I've always used like traditional, like the, the great ones, like Tinder. That's just amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, literally, I just, I've always used like mainstream dating apps, but there are specific, I think, websites that you can use. Um, but I need to do my research on that and I'll let you guys know. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if it's not made, well, Medina just gave y'all an idea. Somebody right. can get out of there. Let's roll. You trying to roll? You trying to roll? That would be a good name right. for an app. You trying to roll? It really is. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I guess um, with that, we can go ahead and move on to Indecisive Day, and then we'll get into some advice and the cocktails. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? What do you want? So this week, you guys, I want to suggest you go on a retreat with Bay. 
or with yourself if you don't have a baby. Because listen, it's important to have relaxation in your life. Some mental stillness, you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, Paradise and Vibe is hosting a yoga retreat May 1st through May 6th. Check it out at paradiseandvibe.com for details. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane, and it's time for the advice. Remember, if you guys would ever like to ask us a question, then you can email it to us, askcocktails at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read it on the show. Okay, do you have one pulled up already, Medina? Mm -hmm. I do. This one says double trouble. And in bold in the subject line, she says, hey, ladies, I was getting lashed one day, and my lash tech was playing cocktails, and now I'm addicted. (laughs) All right, I'm 28, recently got out of a relationship a couple of months ago and was super depressed and just now feeling my, and just now feeling my sexual libido rising back up a lot. During our last days of my last relationship, I reunited with a previous ex that I was once engaged to. He became a truck driver and we fell off and we have just been kicking it. Anyways, Ricky still drives trucks and loves to spoil me, so I'm enjoying this. We hang out and smoke every other day or so and talk about what we want in life, just about everything. And when we're together, he, and when we were together, he wanted to have a threesome and I allowed it. I was, it was an experience. I've always wanted to have a threesome with two guys. It's always sparked my curiosity and I've brought it up with him and he was down with it. So hence, we started talking about sex. I brought that up. I brought it up that I still have never done it and said, whenever I do let him know because he wants to be one out of the two. Okay. I hope everybody can understand. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So this is an important fact. I've never became, I've never came before sex ever, except for this, for with this guy. I met up with Ricky. I met after I met this guy after me and Ricky broke up. Let's call him Denzel. I've told Ricky about my sexual experience with Denzel and he was a little salty about it. However, he finds it as a challenge to try to make me come. I'm like, this would be perfect. They are about to compete over this WAP. But I'm nervous to have the talk and also nervous about how to make it comfortable for everyone involved. Should we talk about this first, like a dinner date or something? Is it fucked up? I chose these two men out of all the men I could have chosen. Thanks, sis. Sis, I had a really hard time reading that and it was not my fault. There were so many words left out. So basically, she has her two dudes that she wants to have a threesome with, wants to uh, initiate it and get it together, wants to know should she have a, a date with the both of them first to, 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 to let them know. Okay. Um, you definitely got to let You definitely know. do because that could be a horrible situation. I think that uh, generally speaking, guys are a lot more sensitive and um, about threesomes with other men. So I, th- I think you should have conversations with them separately and see how they're mm-hmm. feeling and then have the date together because you definitely want them to meet before everybody is standing around butt ass naked and in a very vulnerable position. I just always imagine getting locked out of somebody's house when you're butt ass naked. Like that is a fear of mine. So 
<laughs> and it's also like with a threesome with a man and two women, a lot of the times my, I know my threesomes have started where I, maybe I didn't know it was going to happen, but he invited a couple of girls over and it kind of, you set the scene and it starts happening. That's not going to happen with two men for the most part. It's, it's really not. You're going to invite a man over. He's going to see the other dude and be like, what the fuck? Why is he? It's going to, it's. Yeah, do I agree with Kiki. Kelly, would you add anything to that? I think, like, I sort of agree with Kiki in that you definitely need to talk to them about it first because mm-hmm. that's just, like, you can't not talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. But then I'd say, like, make the date, like, leading up to the threesome. Mm-hmm. So have it, like the intentions that you're going to go and have a threesome but first go for a drink rather than like okay we'll have a pre-threesome date and yeah. then we'll meet again and like discuss. it needs to be I one think, day yeah. somebody's gonna change their mind yeah, it's just one day <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah and also like definitely make sure like I feel that the competition thing's cool but you don't want it to be too much of a competition because like I think that could get a bit annoying if they're like really like macho with each other and stuff so check out the mm-hmm. dynamic first of like how they're feeling about each other and stuff yeah pay attention and Mm -hmm. i would also just like to hear how it went if she let's say she went to go have drinks Uh and she invited both of them and they didn't know and the first 30 minutes she's with the one by himself and then the other one comes and he sits down and everybody's like i mean that would just be hilarious (laughs) guys so michael let us know what you end up doing girl because we'd like to know we need an update on this one yes (laughs) <laughs> okay um i hope we didn't read this one i feel like we recorded so much at once <laughs> that we've gone through so many advice mm-hmm. ones this one says i'm a lazy fuck um we have read it i'm just gonna read it again because um i feel like people are always feeling like they're lazy um so yeah okay so she says Hey ladies, I recently started listening to the podcast earlier this year and I absolutely love it. Thank you both so much for sharing your stories, tips, and advice. It has truly benefited my relationship. I'm 29 and have currently been on and off with my boyfriend for three years. He was my first, oh God. He was my first and because of that, he was really patient with me in trying new things. I'm starting to become more comfortable in the bedroom, especially after listening to this show. And I wanted to get advice on how I can take charge and really be great in bed. At the moment, I feel like I may be coming off as lazy. I don't take charge and my boyfriend almost always initiates sex. What are some tips you ladies have to really wow my man in the bedroom instead of him always taking charge and me occasionally getting on top? Thanks so much, ladies. That's a great question. I was literally just talking to uh, an old friend who resurfaced back up in Mm -hmm. my life yesterday about uh, spicing up. I'm like, bitch, did you just come back to ask for sex? <laughs> but um, I, I had suggested, and I actually would like to try this myself. When you are feeling a little nervous, or you feel like you're you're you need to spice something up, even if y'all live together, or if you don't, um, send him a text. If you're in the same room, send him a text. Hey, meet me in the bathroom, and he's gonna be like, what? Like, go you go to the bathroom yourself. Send him a text. Hey, can you meet me in the bathroom? Like while you're out, give you can you hype yourself up real quick, and. Fuck shit out of him when he comes in the room. Like, be try to transform into the, the the your sexual woman that we all have. That's kind of a challenge for some of us to tap into. But when you set it, when you set a scene, it is for me. It's a little bit easier. So try to set the perfect scene for yourself. I would say figure out why. Anyway, um, that's a classic. Booty yeah, rap. that's the move. <laughs> um, but then also like things like you said, like 
doing something different. I love makeup and mm. dress in different ways. Like every day I look different, different hair, different makeup. Just try and wear something you're not com- like that's not you so you feel like your alter ego, like you say. Um, mm-hmm. Just sort of feel sexy, try something new, and then you'll be feeling kind of like a different person or at least a different mood um, and be more confident with it. Just go for it because, like you say, he's not going to reject you. Um, and if he does, what's the worst that could happen? Like, just get over it. Do you know what I mean? Guys have to go through that rejection. So we've got to try it. We've got to take control a little bit more. Yeah. We definitely do. Do it, girl. That's yeah. your goal for the day. And send us a cocktail once once you try it out. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Okay, so that is it for the advice this week. Again, the email for our advice questions is askcocktails at gmail.com. Send it in, and we will read it on the show. Okay, so now it's time to move on to the cocktails, the last part of the show. If you ever have a sexual confession, embarrassing, nasty, raunchy, funny, whatever, send it to us. Yeah, romantic. Send it to us, cocktails.atl at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show. Okay, so does anybody have a cocktail that is ready to go? Does anyone have an OG cocktail? I know Kelly does. <laughs> you got an OG cocktail or are you reading I one? I don't have an OG cocktail this week. It's been a slow, slow time. <laughs> well, I have a kind of pre, the cocktail didn't happen yet, but I am going to just share what I'm planning to happen tonight oh. and think, okay. yeah, and then Kelly, you can share your OG. So here is what I have up my sleeve. I'm going out of town tonight to see a bay, and I want to spice things up. I haven't had sex since before Thanksgiving, well before Thanksgiving. Bless your heart. And I, I, I know, right? Like, I have been just wearing this thing out with my vibrator. So I say, bitch, when you land, I'm talking about as soon as you land, you need to be ready. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to do a little role play. He kind of knows, but he really don't know. He is going to pick me up from the airport. I'm going to change in the airport into something cuter. And when he picks me up, I'm going to be like, are you my Uber driver? And I'm going to keep asking him until he just gets with it and says yes. <laughs> so I'm going to get in the back seat. And his name is going to be Jackson. My name is going to be Rebecca. And I'm going to tell him as we start to approach our destination, you know, my card, I switched it at the last minute. I don't know. It's probably not going to go through. I don't have the funds to pay for this trip. Is there anything else I could do for you? And as I am telling him that I'm going to start, you know, taking my clothes off in the back seat and maybe play with my pussy, it's going to be nighttime. So it's not like it's the pure daylight. He's going to be like, bitch, put your clothes on. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to start playing with my pussy. I know he's going to be looking in the uh-huh. rear view. And then he's probably going to tell me what I can do to pay for this ride. Might end in a little like dick sucking in the car. Uh-huh. And um, then we'll move that into the hotel room. But I'm setting that scene, and I am very excited to see where it will lead us. That's a good one. I want to try that. <laughs> Can we hear your cocktail? Okay. 
Yeah, so I've got a few, but this is the she one that really I'm going to go with. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is with my current partner. Um, and it's I think it's a good one for this show because it, it sort of addresses some of the issues we've been talking about as well. So um, myself and my partner met on Tinder um, and we originally were just meeting for a hookup. We met like once just to make sure we were both real and legit first before this happened. Um, but literally just on a car park, it was a bit random. We both got busy schedules. Um, but then we decided we were going to bang. Um, and we had, well, I had one hour on my lunch break. We'd never like to, at this point, all we'd done is kiss. So um, I said, okay, come round this hour, we're going to bang like we need to let's just do it so I like turned my phone off like one hour let's do it and he said well what do you want me to do and I said well when you get here I'll meet you in the hallway we'll go straight to the bedroom and then we'll just we'll just do it we'll just have sex and it'll be awesome and then you just have to leave afterwards <laughs> um so we did that it was amazing because um we hadn't really addressed like disability either and so I was just like yeah can you just pick me up and put me on the bed and he was like yes did that and it was perfect it was like some of the best sex I've ever mm. had because it was just natural like we didn't have to talk about what we were going to do he was confident he helped me um and he felt good about doing that and it was like kind of a bit of a dominating thing and obviously exciting about just having an hour and getting it done was was quite good as well so yeah that's probably one of my favorite cocktails at the moment okay <laughs> I need to make some good cocktails. Oh, he, was, he was ready and okay. willing. You hear yeah. that, young man? Be ready <laughs> yeah. to go. Okay, so I am going to read a cocktail from one of our listeners, and um, she's in the Caribbean. All right, so it says, hey, ladies. First, I got to say that I love your show. I've been listening for about a year, and I also signed up on Patreon. Thank you, girl. Follow her lead, y'all. Okay, Thank just you. wanted to share an embarrassing cocktail that happened to me last night. This was a while ago, but anyway, I'm in a long distance relationship with a light-skinned nigga. I live in Guadalupe, which is the French West Indies, and he lives in Paris, France. I gotta tell you, I do not usually like light-skinned dudes. I don't know why, but I fell for him and his honey-colored eyes. Oh, girl, those honey-colored eyes get me too. Okay, we met mm. through a mutual friend. We had sex the night we met, and it was really good. We both like to be in control during sex. I really like to be on top. I love riding dick and I just feel like I have control over my own pleasure and I know how to make myself come quick and easy. They love to see me making myself come on their dick. He's the opposite though. He prefers when I don't move during sex. He just wants to call me. He just wants me to be his little doll. I know he's going to tie me up either to the bed or a chair and fuck me one day. The D ain't that big, but he definitely knows how to use it. Ladies, he was the first guy to make me squirt. Hmm. Okay, we're both home for the holidays. Last time we had sex was a month ago when I visited him in Paris. Yesterday, we had a party at his place. We had a few drinks and ate pizzas. Damn, how many pizzas y'all eat? Once everyone <laughs> left, because it's got an S at the end. Once everyone <laughs> left, I popped two sheet orgasms pills and joined him in bed. He started to caress my entire body and kiss me. I wasn't sure he was going to dick me down because I was on my period. But how do I always find the period stories? I promise I did not proofread this before <laughs> and pick this for this reason. But anyway, but I guess I convinced him when I told him how horny I was. Plus, it was the end of my period. There was barely any blood. 
he told me to get on top. Um, he told me to get on top. I was surprised, but I gladly wrote that dick and had a few few orgasms. Then he asked me to suck his dick. So I gave him that sloppy head. He started fucking my mouth. Ladies, I'm so I'm so embarrassed to write this, but I threw up on that dick. I need to work on my gag <laughs> reflex. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, baby, I'm so sorry. He was like, no, baby, it's my fault. I went too deep. We, click, we quickly put the sheets in the washing machine, then got to the shower to clean ourselves. The little incident did not turn him off. He slid his dick in my pussy in the shower. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I sucked him without throwing up this time. Then we went back to the bedroom for another round. He couldn't stop telling me how wet I was. He asked me where I wanted his nut, and I answered, in my mouth, baby. I love when guys come in my mouth, and I am getting wet just thinking about it. He came in my mouth, and we went to sleep. I am still horny, guys. I can't wait till he fucks me again. I'm going to try and book a dick appointment tonight. I'm going to go masturbate now. Bye. Love you. P.S. I am French, so I hope my English was good enough and understandable. Then she, I guess it says sent with my iPhone in French. Your English was great. <laughs> It was very great. It was better than the. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I want to say, when you throw up on a dick, it's actually very normal because, especially when they're fucking your face, like it's only so much you can take. So don't be embarrassed. It happens, and that's why I think men are so understandable. Un your body understandable is about working it because it's gonna happen if you go yeah, far enough. Yeah, your body is working. It's supposed to push that out when something is forcing it in. Ooh. Well, thanks for sending yeah. in that cocktail. Thank you, Kelly, so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Kelly. You were uh, literally a joy to have on the show. <laughs> no, I've absolutely loved it. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Did, did you have anything you wanted to plug before we end? Um, well, just a company that I work for. Um, we are starting a new site for people with disabilities. Um, it's all about disability, relationships, pleasure, um, and sex toys and um, so we are starting to work on that site now just so that everybody's got somewhere to go um for mm -hmm. answers to these kind of questions um but also like the best toys to get if you've got a disability mm -hmm. the best things like sex wedges restraints things like that um it's currently a work in progress so if people follow me on instagram and they want further information then i'm happy to give that Okay. Absolutely. What's your Instagram? It's uh, at Miss, so M-S, Kel, and then it's G-G-E-E. -E. <laughs> I've just changed it, so I, I was really confused then. But... <laughs> Girl, okay. You sound like me with my with my Twitter. I never remember <laughs> my Twitter name because I, I used to not be very active on Twitter, but I've been trying to do better, so it's totally fine. Yeah. I want to remind everybody to check out paradiseandvibes.com. Um, join me on this wellness retreat May 1st through May 6th. They have payment plans set up if you need it because we know it's hard. It's a pandemic. But I encourage you, if you've needed a break, a little mental break, this is the place to take it. Okay. And you guys, remember, you can still pick up your copy, your digital copy of Classy Based if you guys just head to kikisaidso.com. And stay on the lookout for more things that we have coming for you guys. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash cocktails. And um, I know some people have been looking for new ways to social and things like that if you're not leaving the house wherever you are um, I do still have my book club we're reading we read a different book every month and we meet twice a month and you can join that as well I'll put a link in the uh, description box of the episode and remember to follow us on Instagram we are at cocktails podcast I'm at Kiki said so and I'm at coffee Bean and until Bean. next week you guys goodbye <laughs>
I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.